0: Yo, 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 what's up? How you doing, seven dudes dudes in the house, son?
1: This is a Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, presented by Tech One Designs, 204 Skate Shop, West Side Honda, Capital Motorsports, Golden Tire, and TransCanada Motorsports out of Brandon, Manitoba. Motocross News from around the world. We're not experts, but we've got microphones. Check us out on the web at bigmxradio.com. This week on the Big MX show, we've got Adam Entignan, better known as the 7 Deuce Deuce 722, riding for the privateer journey in supercross in the 450 class. Adam is a fly racing athlete with a lot of attitude and a whole lot of personality to go with it. This is his story to date.
2: Dude, it's going to be sick.
1: And this. It's just something he's cooked up in the last few weeks or so. A rap entitled Rider of the Year.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. See a muscle girls everywhere, titty ass hands in the air, so party over here, shake for the rider the year, hop up, rider of the year, rook rider to bounce. See a muscle girls everywhere, titty ass hands in the air, so party over here, shake for the rider the year, up rook rider the year, rook rider to bounce. Girls, girls. What's a girl dropping in real low in a dirt shot video? Seven the dudes got this game and the news, never gonna let loose. Hey man, try to guess what I'm gonna do next, but you one step to death. Riding on my back wheel, like now, skills what? It's a quad I bust, you can eat my dust. I'm the only motherfucker that I really trust in these big ass ruts. Always, too many bitches thirsty. Getting whipped out, sitting all fucking sideways. Race to the cross I'm on my holidays, living life on the road. These girls in the hoes, like turning lines in the flows not a dream in the pros. the impossible is impossible but the, but the possible is not So take the hand, is down, and me deal with it. Yeah, 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 see a of yeah. girls everywhere Titty-ass hands in the air, so party over here Shake for the ride of the year uh, Ride right of the year, ride right of the bounce See a of girls everywhere Titty-ass hands in the air, so party over here Shake for the ride of the year uh, Ride right of the year, ride right of the bounce Yeah, 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 yeah. Teddy Parks in this motherfucker I don't turn down for these pussy players These pussy players come a diamond and dole. I'm riding, trying to get
1: rich. player I'm on the track, she cheering for me Monster girl in my hotel Getting turned up from the trench, she pouring Weston Pike is a beast That
4: motherfucker don't fuck around Supercross every week And King McGrath still wears a crown Finally, freeing little Boosie to find real, they let them out
1: Zoom around, you pussies On a bike you never fucking see around Nothing stalk, it's a big bore Yoshi piping, don't make noise If you red fly, you
3: stay fly We all fresh on race night Gate drops, get your mind right Fuck with bins, my bike is ready I go by little Teddy already yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing of girls everywhere, titty ass hands in the air, a so party over here, shaking for the ride of the year, uh, right of the year, ride right of the bounce. see Seeing muscle girls everywhere, titty ass hands in the air, a so party over here, shaking for the ride of the year, uh, ride right of the year, ride right of the bounce.
1: Welcome to the Big MX Show, brought to you by. X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Golden Tire, Capital Motorsports of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Trans-Canada Motorsports, Westside Honda, and Roy Borton Suspension Systems. I am your host, the 9 Cinco, otherwise known as Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, a couple of my two favorite people. We've got the Uno, Quattro Uno, of Chris Mellon, owner-operator, 204 Skate Shop, and quickly, Chris, if I was going to 204 Skate Shop, I need some, some brand new kicks. What kind of brands would I find there?
4: Shoes is pretty much half the shop. I got everything. Man. Uh, I got
1: Approximately everything.
4: I got some new Supers in today that I can't keep in stock. So Supers seems to be the shoes right now. From the big high tops down to the kind of slick stacks, they're dope.
1: Sick. Well, I'm going to go roll out there. But our guest on the line, international rap superstar, 722 on the gate in the 450 Supercross Class number 1 on your girlfriend's Snapchat list. He leaves without a trace. He came here tonight to get on your case. He is the 7 Deuce Deuce of Adam Entick-Nap. What's going on, Adam?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7 Deuce Deuce in the house. What's up?
1: (laughs) Oh, God, dude. That intro
2: was... So
1: sick. Lompoc, California's Adam entick the 7-Deuce-Deuce. Seven 7-Deuce-Deuce, seven deuce deuce. what's up, boys? How you doing? We're doing mighty fine. It's uh, just after 11 o'clock Central Time, Thursday night, right before the Las Vegas Supercross. I understand you won't be on the line.
2: No, I won't. I tore my... We had a little crash in practice. Um, I, hit the... I hit the whoops on the second lap. I hit them pretty fast and uh i missed one i missed one with the front wheel the front wheel dropped i went head over heels hit the berm got the wind knocked out of me was going in and out of conscious and uh, messed up my right knee and uh, tore my meniscus and then finished off in the first lap of the heat race so went back home got surgery on monday and uh chilling right now it shouldn't be too bad i got three weeks off of it and i should i'll be riding in six so nothing major like an ACL or anything, but it's definitely going to put me down for a minute.
1: Yeah. So you said you're going to be out for about six weeks.
2: Yeah, six weeks. I'll be back on the
1: bike. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'm I'm just a little bit curious because everyone uh, deals with crashes differently. I know, like in the past, we've seen uh, a couple of riders like kind of throw fit. They get upset. Some get really like more or less like emotionally upset. Some people are just really quiet. What's uh, what? How do you react to that situation? Are you uh, are you throwing out some cuss words? Are you upset at yourself or are you, like uh, more? Uh, it's happening on the inside, but uh, I have a feeling you're you're pretty vocal.
2: Oh um, yeah, for sure. Like the first crash when I was in the wolf section, I really wasn't very vocal because I had the wind knocked out of me. So I was really trying hmm. to catch my breath for about a minute and a yeah. half, and I didn't get up.
1: That's a pretty silent situation.
2: Yeah, um, I was. I was literally like, kind of like fading in and out for a second there. Like my vision was gonna, my vision was kind of going blurry, and then I came back because I don't know if I was it was lack of oxygen or what, but I got the wind knocked out of me really, really bad. And then um, in the heat race, it was the second lap of the heat race, and this dude went down in front of me, and I put my foot down in a kind of a funky spot, and my knee literally locked up at a ninety, and uh, I was literally cussing up a storm. I was pissed because. I mean, if it was, I don't know, if I, if I go down and break my arm or something, I'm more worried about what's wrong. But the fact that when I locked my knee up, um, I knew what went wrong. So I was just really pissed because I knew everything went along with it. So it's just like, Oh my gosh. You know,
1: that, that's a scary moment. I know. Uh, I've done some meniscus stuff, and uh, it's it's very debilitating, and it's hard to even uh, try and rehab from it because it's uh, very finicky. You can't do a lot of stairs. You can't do a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, obviously, you're out you're out of commission for a while. Uh, yeah. With after surgery, um, what uh, what kind of program are you going to be putting yourself on to properly recover from something like that?
2: Um. Really, right now, I'm just focusing on making. Uh, making my diet just perfect because that's one of the things that I think helps the most is getting all your nutrition right and making sure that what's going in your body is not only going to keep you at the right weight for racing, but, um, it's going to help you recover. So I think with that being said, I'm just going to try to feed my body the best it can. And then I I know a few workouts that my uh, physical therapist gave me. I know a few people in the industry that, uh, Help me out with this so i i know a few little workouts that i can get my knee stronger before i, I can put pressure on it so other than that dude it's really just kicking it and making sure you're eating right because when you're sitting on the couch for that long dude you can get fat quick
1: yeah that's actually a question that uh that relates to a question that i've had from a lot of our female fans um we're wondering uh does does the seven deuce deuce know how to cook like is he is he fairly domestic do you know how to, to serve up a meal for yourself
2: Oh, dude, I can cook a champ, bro. I can cook for the ladies, don't trip.
4: So, what's your signature dish that you got a new lady coming over? You want to impress her? Go down to the store, pick up some goods? What,
0: what are you checking out? I,
2: I make a mean spaghetti, dude. Ooh. Yeah, like mean. Like solid. Like so mean of a spaghetti that I've been told from multiple people that it's the best spaghetti they've ever had in their life.
1: Do you ever get accused by uh by women by saying them saying that you you probably get you probably make uh uh spaghetti for all the girls?
2: Uh not really. I mean no. no. Uh it just depends. you know what I mean? I, I, I love cooking for people, dude, it's sick. When you see everybody I'm... that loves your food, it's like it's like the rats well, song gonna... thing, dude. You see We're gonna that take you up on head. that
1: offer when we go down to Lompoc uh, next 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 California trip. So no,
2: for real, dude. I freaking love. It. I'm all about it, dude. I'm serious. Okay, like, so
4: just uh, So good. Getting getting back to your knee for a bit. Like, is this the first time you torqued that knee, or have you had issues with it before?
2: Actually, I the the reason I know that exactly what I did when I did it is because I've done like everything in the world. To my left knee, I've torn my ACL, I tore my PCL, I tore my meniscus twice, and uh, I've ganked that thing a few times for sure. So I knew exactly what was wrong with it when I did it.
1: Oh, wow. and you you do wear you do wear CDI two knee braces, right? Or no, your asterisks?
2: Yeah, I wear asterisks.
1: Right, right. They they uh, work really good. Dude. Just sometimes still you just though. go
2: down so hard, like this weekend, dude. Um, not only did I tear my meniscus. But it hit so hard that I broke. I uh, they call it fractured, like micro fractured. I micro yeah. fractured my femur in three places. So oh, was, really? Yeah.
1: That's so it was uh,
2: like ooh. it was one of those ones where like no matter how, what kind of knee brace you had on, it's not going to help.
1: Well, at least minimize the damage. Yeah,
2: exactly. It been a lot worse. That's that's pretty much what happened is the asterisk minimized the damage.
4: Well, did you see Stuart had his knee issue there as well? Did you see that on TV? Yeah, was it you, kind know of on the, same? you know
2: what the funny thing is? Is I did it in the exact
1: same spot.
4: Ugh. Well, where's your TV, time? Yeah. I want to
1: see that. Yeah, I want I want to see the 7-Deuce Deuce out there. You were impressed, eh?
2: Yeah, I know, dude. I was killing it. It How was, was press so day? crappy. It was the sickest thing ever, dude. I thought I was going to win. I thought I was going to win this <laughs> last weekend in New York. Like, I was and, ready and to
1: what, get the W, bro. Well, what was going on with the, uh, the stickers on your fork stanchions? The you don't even know it stickers? You don't even know, yeah. Like, that, <laughs> is that You just don't have a, a, a dedicated sponsor for that spot, so you and, get to do whatever you want?
2: No, I have, um, I have a guy that does uh, my suspension, who's and, and Dane Cruz. And, uh, you uh, know, so oh. you don't even know it, been a couple free. Oh, you're, you're cut no, you cut cutting partner. partner. Can you hear me?
4: Uh, yeah. Lost, know. lost um, you at, buddy, about the suspension.
2: All right. Um, Dave Cruz, he, uh, he does my suspension. He's a really good dude, but, um. He he gave me a couple free suspension services if I did that, so I just did it and it, it turned out sick.
1: Yeah. No kidding, yeah. And it was it actually was pretty f- cool because uh, like I don't know, it was Racer X who Instagrammed the picture of it, and they couldn't like people were trying to guess what the little wrinkle was as to like the picture, like what's like um, spot the like kind of hidden thing and uh most people were guessing that it had it was that you had uh the subway graphics in your graphics which is a nice touch by the way and i like that you've gone from the red machine to the black motif but uh yeah the 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 you don't even know is uh it was 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 pretty slick
2: yeah no it's so sick dude i love it it's so funny too because the best part about it is if you actually read the letters u-o-e-n-o you literally say you don't even know and people don't know that they're saying it. And it just, it makes me laugh every time.
1: Oh, yeah. I That's that's solid.
2: I mean, it's classic. You should have, I have like, I literally have like an interview I did. I took the, um, we took the mic from Jason Wygant and I took a, I did an interview with him with my phone and asked him what the fork stickers were. Dude, I'll have to send it to you guys. It's so funny.
1: Nice. No kidding. That guy's a riot. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Jason this weekend.
2: Dude, it's so funny.
1: Uh b- by the way how hyped are you that uh the two of us are heading down there?
2: Dude, so hyped. Damn. We're going to tear Vegas
1: up. That's right. And it's even if we have to shit. carry you from bar to bar, uh yeah. we're like it's just it's just mandatory like we'll, we're, we'll, we'll get you we'll one of those be your crutches my friend. We'll get you one of those dude, I don't, I don't that drink, old people use. I don't
2: drink, but dude, I'm down because we're going to like I have a um I'm probably going to rent like one of those scooters, dude, and we're just going to mob yeah. around Vegas.
1: Yeah. I want to I want to see crazy whippertails on a rascal.
2: Dude, it's going to be sick. You can ride the el- yeah. the like escalators. You just like drive up them on those little electric carts <laughs> and you can go off <laughs> yeah. the escalators and stuff. It's going to be yeah, sick. I man.
1: fully expect that. Like uh, but um, let's let's jump into uh, into the this interview here. Um who is Adam Entick-Knapp? Who does he ride for, and uh, how does he get to the races?
2: Okay, Adam entick a.k.a. the 7 Double Deuce, he is 23 years old. He rides a CRF450. He rides for Team TPJ, which is the Privateer Journey Fly Racing. Um, I get to the races every weekend. I stay on the road. I, I literally travel with the team owner, Ted Parks and Kathy Parks, Um, we roll from race to race and uh we literally do it like the cheapest you can do it. It's pretty cool actually. There's a big old motorhome and I just literally kick it um Mm -hmm. in the motorhome with those guys and we have we have a ball, dude. It's so sick I wouldn't change it for the world. I have so many memories, it's crazy. Me and Ted on the side of the road broke down trying to fix fix the motorhome like pipes breaking off. We've six gas lines i mean blown out tires for days it's pretty crazy dude all the stuff that's happening on the road is insane
1: that's wild uh so does does kathy uh does kathy parks take care of you? is that basically your road mom yeah
2: no she's totally my road mom dude she's awesome she's like she's she's a mediator dude for sure like between because me and ted will get into it and then she mediates us, and then Ted and Kathy will get into it, and then I mediate. I mediate that, and then it's dude, it's it's crazy. It's a funny circle. Me, me and them, we go around and around, and uh, just have a good old time. was awesome.
1: Okay. I can only imagine the in-depth conversation that gets that get uh, dived into uh, throughout a trip from Seattle, Washington <laughs> <to> <laughs> Oh New my York. gosh, dude! Like you it just know. literally. There's not a single. Not a single topic in the book that doesn't get at least touched on briefly.
2: Yeah, and the craziest thing is, dude, is that they're all different topics. Like we just keep going and going and going and going. So funny, dude! Hey, you know what the best part, dude? I swear I could make a comedy video of how funny it is when Ted's yelling at these people. He literally will yell at every single person go by. I love it. It's so funny.
4: Set up a GoPro. Dude, we need to set up the GoPro. And don't tell him, though. It's all top secret. Just, like, you know, (laughs) put it up behind him when he's driving. And then you just don't say a word and just let the gold happen.
1: That's the real TED Talks. Dude. And Ted Parks is
2: such a gnarly dude. He's, like, I think he's 52 years old. And the dude just, like, drives like a madman. And, like, he literally makes the magic happen. Dude, he's so gnarly. Like, He works harder than anybody I know, dude. Like, that dude is gnarly.
1: It's nice to know that uh, not uh, all the riders fly to each race, and you know what it's like to drive between Butte, Montana, and Grand Forks, North Dakota.
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah,
1: that's a flat piece of highway, my friend.
2: Yes, and I'm talking, like, (laughs) when you say flat, I'm talking you can see all the way.
1: You can watch your dog run away for three days before it turn, turns around hungry and comes back.
2: Literally. Yeah.
4: Well, that's like our hometown
2: partner.
1: That's right where we are. You can yeah. see so far that you can see the earth curve. Dude, that's us. <laughs> we live in the prairies, my friend. It's uh, it's flat up. in every direction.
4: So when you guys are in this motorhome, are you riding shotgun or are you in the back sleeping um, half the time or can. what's your role?
2: It depends. Sometimes I'm riding shoddy. Sometimes I'm in the back. Um, We all kind of switch because I'll drive the motorhome sometimes and then Ted will drive the motorhome. And then uh, sometimes we'll just kind of take breaks and chill and then sometimes he'll go 24 hours straight. It just depends on how we're feeling.
1: How many kilometers can you get out of a tank in one of those things? miles kilometers i'm not sure oh miles? sorry yeah um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry um, canadian
1: uh, canadian math how many miles can you get out of
2: it i think it's 600 yeah except it costs like 400 to fill it up so and, yeah so
4: fly racing helps with the gas bill as you're touring around with a big no, billboard on not. the side
2: no well get they on that not. um they help us out majorly dude fly no i hear you i'm just out. joking they don't look they don't us up with gas, but, dude, Fly is a huge sponsor. Like, that whole crew over there is so sick. Like, they have such an awesome unit going on at Fly. It's insane, dude. They're going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because they're doing
1: it, like, and they so have. right. Trivia question for you, quick, Adam. Who was okay. the first sponsored rider uh, from Fly Racing?
2: The first best friend. Fighter, Tim Ferry.
1: Right. Tim Ferry, and bonus points. What article or what uh, piece of equipment did he wear? Uh, as uh, was what 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 piece of equipment was it that he was wearing? That was fa, fly.
2: That was fly.
1: Yeah, it wasn't gear. Um, chest protector. Up top. Helmet, bro.
2: Helmet. So they made yeah. helmets before they made gear. That's right. Wow, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah two thousand would have been. Yeah, two thousand. Dude, because actually,
2: now that you say that, I do remember that because they had the Timmy Ferry blue, blue helmet. F-
1: but uh, so, where does this whole drive towards Supercross stardom start? Like, uh, like obviously, you have a younger brother who's deeply into the sport as well. Like, did you guys start at a super young age? How did you progress, and uh, what was the schooling situation?
2: Um. Okay, so this is how this all works started out around four years old. I was a pretty big spode. And then we kind of got into BMX. And we did BMX for around 12 years old. 12 years old. And then one summer, I, uh, I started riding dirt bikes again. And I realized how much easier it was to twist the throttle than pedal. And uh, ever since then, ever since 13, I just rode dirt bikes. And uh, the funny thing is, I was like, I wasn't really good at it. Like, um, in 2004, when I was 14... I uh, I got 22nd place in the 125cc beginner class at Las Vegas World Mini in the LCP. And I didn't crash. Nice. Yeah.
1: I think you and I would have been battling for that position at that time.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know how bad you were, though, but I was bad. Like, if you see me on the track, literally Kyle Chisholm and Kyle Partridge were like, yeah. they would lap me four times in one lap. Like I was terrible. And well and I remember what you're sudden, you were saying
4: before. You didn't really like what? jumping. You didn't really like uh getting the no, wheels off dude, the ground. I either, hated it.
2: Like I wouldn't I wouldn't jump off the ground. I was ghastly afraid. Which is so, so crazy because, what, because now I love it.
1: Uh what clicked for you? Like was there a um a specific ride day or just a specific summer where things seem to click for you?
2: I started having fun with it and I matured like a lot. And I kind of got quite a bit bigger Like, because I was always like a really short tubby kid. Like I wasn't really like, um, skinny and ripped. I was like short and kind of fat. And, uh, and I started maturing and I got like around six foot and, uh, I got more muscular, and ever since then, dude, I just, I started having a bunch of fun with it, and I just started getting faster and faster and faster, and then around, like, 20 years old, it all just clicked for me, and I was killing it, and I wasn't killing it, but I was, like, actually riding, you know?
1: Absolutely. So, like, as you're coming through, like, you and your brother, like, you, you're riding together quite a bit. Does that push you to uh, to get better? Like, obviously there's a little bit of a sibling rivalry, even though he's a couple oh, of dude, years Oh, dude,
2: more than just a little. Me and him will, like, literally kill each other on the track. Like, we will go till death.
1: I hear he's got a little bit different uh, temperament than you do. What do you mean? Uh, well, like, uh, I, I've, I've heard it uh, basically uh, described as he's Tyler, and you're yeah.
2: Adam. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fifth gear wide open. I'm like, yo, 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 what are I, seven double dudes, baby? And Tyler's like, oh hey, bro, what's up? I'm Tyler. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like we're like polar opposites, and then we get on the
1: bike, and he's super, super sick. Just the same, just like oh. yeah, it it must it must transform him into uh, into something else. Yeah, which it's is incredible. Crazy.
2: It's almost like I've talked for him so much, like my whole life that I've been so loud, like I've never got him a chance to talk. You know,
1: that could be. That very well could be. You know, uh, um, if you're you're obviously a, you're a dominating figure in a conversation, you you uh, I wouldn't say you like the attention, but you like to to just make people laugh. Is that something that uh, is is fairly accurate?
2: Oh, for sure. Like I would just hop into a conversation if I can make you laugh and smile. I'm all over it, dude. I freaking love it, and I love hype up too, dude. Like, if I can get you jacked and hyped up, I'm like all for it. So sick.
1: Now it's time for the Tech One Designs, and you've uh, you spoke with Tech One Designs today, did you not? Yes, I did. And uh, they do everything custom, whether it be coffee mugs, graphics for your bike. Uh, they they do moto seat seat covers, uh, as well as uh, helmet wraps, decal wraps for phones. Um, neck brace decal kits, you name it. If they like pit shirts, I think they were talking about to you about doing some pit shirts. Yeah, they do Jimmy Albertson's pit, uh, pit shirts and Supercross. Anything custom you want, Tech One Designs. If you can dream it, they can make it happen. And they've sponsored this word association. And we're gonna, I'm gonna run down about nine items, and you're gonna tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. How, how do you, what do you think about that? Okay, that sounds sick. I'm so ready. All right, let's do this. All right, first one off the top. Style James Stewart, Teddy Parks, A Boss, Zach Station, Epic Hockey, <laughs> Hockey Fights, <laughs> Fly Racing, On Point, Lompoc, California, Windy, Two Stroke. Sound awesome. Tinder. Oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> leave it at that. Just leave it at oh God.
1: Uh, fitness. Have to have. Pickup kit.
2: Let's um let's just leave it at what's a pickup kit.
1: Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> uh, and the final one, double meat. Every time. Alright. That was the Tech One Designs word association with Adam Knapp. Moving on to a couple more questions before we go to commercial. Uh, Tech One Design, keeping it real every that's day. That's what they do. Uh, Fly Racing puts a shirt on your back, literally. They met. I guarantee you're wearing one right now. I am. And uh, uh, how did how did you cultivate that relationship?
2: Dude, Max steffens bro that dude is the man if it wasn't like first i got involved with ted and ted got involved with max steffens and the guys that fly with craig shoemaker and terry Daisley and uh all those guys and uh ever since then ever since i've been with ted did uh i've been fly and i've loved every single minute of it um
1: so like you've in what year would how old were you when you started with fly
2: um, when I turned pro Supercross, my first year. So okay, 20?
1: so that's tw- 20. Yeah. 2010. There you go. Uh, So like, what what's your favorite color that you had to wear during the season so far?
2: Dude, I like the Dolphins gear, bro. And you the know Dolphins the one gear, I'm talking that about. Was,
1: that was strong. That was strong. Yeah. Every, pretty much everyone was wearing that in Daytona.
2: Dude, that Dolphins gear is so sick.
1: I, I my favorite I think with the, the so far was uh, when you and Nick Schmidt I think it was in Phoenix were running the blue and yellow.
2: Oh, dude, yeah, that's sick gear. That highlighter, yellow, blue, and black.
4: And that at Anaheim one, you could tell like the the Fly guys and the Troy Lee guys, and it was like everyone else was almost dull, other than like Barcia and that gay freaking oh chrome stars that star I couldn't understand that stuff. I didn't Dude,
2: get I it. really thought it was pretty cool I just I think it, I think it looked awesome from the um from the stands but hey, like you know up what? close didn't look that great but in the stands it looked awesome
4: it reminded me of one of those like 80s like night at the Roxbury shirts that like kind of changed color uh-huh. under different you know and I just I don't Dude, know I a lot of people it.
2: um a lot of people don't like that album started for some reason I don't know why
1: I, it actually, I th- I don't know if it just showed up funny on TV because I was in the stands, and from the stands, it actually like it, I wouldn't say it had like it looked cool, but it, it definitely drew it drew attention to him. And if that's the yeah, if that's that's the idea of the too. gear, then that's what it's doing. But maybe it just came up funny on TV because uh, like all of the lights, kind of like whether it be the lights of the stadium or the the the, it almost looks like it was like uh, paparazzi bulbs going off on them the whole time. Not a huge fan of it. I personally probably wouldn't wear it because uh, at six foot, 200 pounds, it looks a little bit different on me than it does yeah. uh, a smaller gentleman like uh, Barsha, but I, I could I see think, how it, they'd I go for it. It's
2: cool though, like um, for where it was at, like I don't wear it anywhere super cross, but for the event, then that, it was pretty mm-hmm.
1: cool. Yeah, at A1 you want to make a... Make a statement, make a splash, and uh, even if you yeah. don't win the race, uh, people noticed you. People were walking away, wa- talking exactly. about his gear. So,
4: well, but for sure, but you know, as, as they're watching too, and you look at that sparkle thing, that got talked about. But the Troy Lee and the fly gear got talked about as well for being bright. But I don't think much good was said about Barsha's. Yeah, it did its job of being flashy, but not really in a good way, you know.
0: But- yeah,
2: dude, that fly gear though is just so on point. They're designers right now, and the whole crew I mean that's why gear you know that stuff looks the best I mean it's undeniable. it looks so good
1: it's strong absolutely very very strong looking gear and I think uh a lot obviously a lot of privateers are, are running it because of the uh-huh. the whole privateer journey thing, but it just shows that um they're they're also giving back to the community and they're they're giving back to it with a fashionable look, so uh good on them
2: yeah. And the crazy thing is, too, the crazy thing is, is how far flies come. I was just about to say,
1: that all-white gear with the fly logo right dead center or the all-blue gear that had the exact same thing going on? Yeah. That uh, Villaman would have worn as well as uh, uh, Ryan Ryan Clark. Yeah, Tim Ferry, but Ryan Clark. I think Tim Ferry at the time would have been wearing Thor. Um, He was wearing the fly helmets, but he was wearing the Thor gear. Oh, he was. He was. He was, was, you're right. But uh, like Ryan yeah. Clark was the, the main fly guy back then. I guess uh, Jason Thomas would have been riding them as well when it back on uh, Subway Honda uh, before he ran SoCal gear um, back in the day. Dude, I'm
2: so bummed right now. You guys have no idea. I had the sickest thing going for um, Vegas. I literally have a Subway butt patch.
4: Well, you can Dude. still rock it. Just sew it onto your shorts or yes. whatever you're wearing.
2: Dude, I know, but I'm like... I'm so bombed, dude. I had the subway butt patch like handled. Like, I had the whole thing set up. It was going to be just perfect.
1: You need, to, I think you need to run a, a big MX butt patch for 2013 or 14 or 15. We
2: can make that happen.
1: Yeah, I need to be on your butt. Done. Uh, but, uh, um, you, before you, you, you jumped into the supercross, uh, scene with fly racing, uh, um, draped all over you, you had to go to a supercross camp, but that even wasn't enough to get you on the gate in the 450 class. Tell us that story. Cause I know it's, um, it's a good one.
2: Um, so what happened was, is I kind of, we kind of got promised that we would, uh, if I did this supercross camp, that if I was good enough we had some um very what do you want to call it he, we had people that were there that their p- opinion was valued very much so that when we went to supercross they were like okay yes this guy we're giving a voucher for he's good enough to race supercross so that was kind of like the plan and um so i did this supercross camp it was awesome i was ripping i was doing it it was sick just Hanging, doing motos with all the guys that race Supercross, I was right there. Um, but when it came to doing Supercross, we got there. And uh, when it came down to getting the license, they couldn't do it. Um, they said they could get a life's license for me, but they said they could not get a four fifty. So,
1: so at uh, six foot, two hundred and ten pounds uh, with exactly. your full gear on, six um, foot two
2: hundred and ten pounds. The the two fifty f is not going to pull
0: no.
2: the seven double deuce. Over the triple
0: out of the corner,
1: straight up. Not Plus, a chance. Seven like, double I, and I deuce. Let's on open. a four fifty. Let's let's be honest here. The the white backgrounds with that bold black uh, seven deuce deuce is pretty much mandatory.
2: Dude, it is. Is it not like my bike is, was so on point, dude? It's so sick.
1: Well, where did that number come from? Like, uh, does it mean anything to you?
2: Um. Yeah, it does actually. Um, so. With the, the rest of that story, that's kind of, it comes up on the story. Um, so we did, we did Arena, we did, we got, and so we're, I'm like, dude, how, how do I get my full 50 license? So we go up to talk to Kevin Crowther awesome dude at the AMA, and uh, he says, dude, what you gotta do is I'm gonna make a little, difference. go to Arena Cross and you get 40 points in the full 50, I'll give you your AMA super cross license. So, when I went to Arena Cross, I picked a number. Well, my birthday is May 22nd, so I picked 522. And, uh, we did Arena Cross, I got the 40 points, came back, um, he, Kevin Cropper held up to his end of the word, I got my 450 Supercross items. Well, when I went to go apply for it, 522 was taken. So, my next favorite rider was James Stewart. So, I put in the 7, uh, I got the 722, and that's how that happened.
1: The seven dudes so literally deuce. Now, it's, when, it's when my favorite were, rider and my birthday when you were signing up uh, for uh, for this for the arena cross like um, I was talking to uh, Chris about this and we're pretty sure that you just screwed up the where do you put my favorite number part and where do you put my birthday part on the yeah, entry yeah
2: exactly
1: and and that's what ended up happening let's be honest here
2: yeah that's that's exactly what happened uh, if we're being honest 100%. <laughs>
1: Well, and you're
4: not alone on that one. My brother in his first racing race might have put 125 where he put racing number other than bike CC size. So he had to rock Straight 125 up. for a bunch. But that was Jeremy McGrath at the time, so it was kind of killing it anyway. So,
2: Dude. Oh, man. Dude, Arena Cross was so gnarly, though, dude. You guys have no idea. Yeah. That's How like did like you do that? That's one of the things I've ever done. Like, um, did you I have did pretty any good good. Uh, my best finish was on ninth place in arena cross, which wasn't bad. You know what I mean? It wasn't like amazing. Yeah, you, got sol- you got some you got some
1: guys like- who are arena cross specialists in there, though. Like Tyler Bowers, for all intents and purposes, could be a two hundred and fifty champion in the in the the lights here in Supercross.
2: Yeah, for real. He really yeah.
1: could. So did you have to? I mean, throw those guys in arena
2: too, The funny part. Is that they come to Supercross and they're kind of squids and then they go to the ring across and they're like the bomb.
1: Yeah. And then you go in their territory and they just whoop your ass.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. It's,
2: it's weird. so gnarly. Did,
4: did you have to throw your weight around in the arena cross corners to make some Oh, passes? yeah, dude.
2: I think I literally had the gnarliest chase out I've ever done in my whole life. On I who? came off, um, I really don't remember, but it's on TV.
1: Josh Demuth.
2: No, it wasn't Josh Newman. It. it was some. It was some. Uh,
1: Buddy, Agnes. it was some guy
2: in a Cali. But dude, um, you know how like you hit the catapult, and then there's mm-hmm. a complete 180 with this of little course. tiny berm. Yep. Boy, it was the last lap, white flag lap, and I was going for the last transfer spot.
0: He hit,
2: he hit the catapult, and I hit the catapult, and I jumped all the way inside and went straight across where he was going to come back, like where he was already flipped around coming towards me. Yeah, Yeah, and I cut that off. Well, I thought he was going to back off, and he didn't back off at all, and I punted this dude. (laughs) And when I say punted, I mean like full force, 210, 6'1", 6'2", on a 450, hit this guy not backing off, were the top of the hay bales off the straightaway, into like the side underneath the, underneath like the scaffolding.
1: Like, sitting That's in the like second a football row, tackle, seating, yeah. my friend.
2: Yeah, on football hit. Like I felt so bad afterward, dude. It was so ugly.
4: No, you didn't. Don't lie. You qualified and you made the night. That's what you wanted to do.
2: I mean, I felt a little bad, but yeah, you're nah. right. I didn't feel that bad.
1: Anticna, Antita, Anticnap nap is uh, playing possum sometimes. I, I figure this kid for a gentle giant most of the time.
2: Dude, I, I am a gentle giant, but when, when it's got to get done, it's got to get done.
1: Absolutely. You know? All right, now uh, it's time to uh, it's time to play some of our commercials that pay for the bills, so how about you throw it to commercial for us, Adam?
2: All right, sick. Seven deuce deuce, baby. We out. Get these commercials. Check this. Make that paper. Peace.
1: So, do you like stuff? Or possibly things? How about a huge selection of motocross and street bike gear from apparel brands like Troily Designs, Alias, Icon, and Powerbands, every single color you can think of. How about 25 years of custom suspension and motor service for a full service shop? All of which you can find at Capital Motorsports. Mention this Big MX podcast to receive a VP gas can with Spout, for only $40, as well as 100% off your next set of motocross tires. Just kidding, we can't back that up, but ask for about it anyway. Check out Capital Motorsports at 157 St. Anne's Road, Winnipeg, Manitoba, or call them not-so-toll-free at 204-237-6686. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check that out on the web at westsidehonda.ca Call toll free at one 482
3: 7782. Boom. Westside! One more time. Here we go again. Getting that shit, making that paper. Not that much paper, though. Let's rap about Subway. Yeah. Here we go going down the highway, it's in my way, looking down the street, fuck, thinking real cheap, don't got that much paper in my pocket, I think I got like six bucks, rolling down the street, hungry ass, fuck, seen a fucking sign, looking really, really fine, subway, Looking at the bread In the fucking oven Looking so fresh What do I want? Wheat flatbread Honey fucking oh, Damn bullshit Oh yeah Thinking fucking wheat Want a foot long? Want some fucking meat? no cheese hell no nah, bitch i ain't trying to get-
1: Adam Enticknap on uh, in Instu- or, or over the phone with us. He's down in Lompoc, California. We've got a few more questions for him uh, before uh, he has to run away for the evening. Starting out with uh, a, a guy who has no trouble getting himself hyped, hyped up for just about anything, but on race day, how does Adam Enticknap get himself hyped to go ride?
2: Straight up, I turn my tune on, bro.
1: Yeah, that's what rider I was of the year.
2: Rider of the year, bro. I get my Cytomax Twitch. Dude, I drink some, I
0: think <laughs> yes. some of that.
2: It's got that caffeine in it. I get jacked up on caffeine. I mean, not too much, but enough to get me going. And then I listen to Ride of the Year, bro, and I am just ready to go.
1: Titty-ass hands in the air, bro. Titty-ass
2: hands in the air, son.
1: And uh, <laughs> how, how did that all come about? Like, I understand uh, it's, a, it's a boring uh, trek across this vast country uh that you live in um is that basically just how it all came about like how did you develop this uh, uh this gift of being able to um become a international rap superstar
2: um it all kind of started like with my dad and my little brother
0: mm-hmm. and
2: we would like be driving and we'd be turning on like a bra song or something and uh we would totally change the words to our own words and still make it rhyme with the words you know what I mean and then I got some instrumentals and then I started rapping and and then just kept rapping and rapping and then I was like dude why don't I just make some rap songs and see how they come out and then that's how it all started dude
1: excellent like um, pretty crazy it's just like I've done it for
2: so long you know
1: 'cause because R- Rider of the Year is this year's tune, but Bought a New Bike is a couple of years old, right?
2: Oh, uh, no, actually, it's only like. Or two your years oldest old. one?
1: Your oldest yeah. one is Subway.
2: Yeah, the oldest one, Subway. That was about, I think, the Subway one's two years old.
1: Okay, okay, that 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 one actually is my my personal favorite. Close second would be Rider of the Year, uh, yeah. just because I I love the comedy of the the Subway one and it, it flows. Dude, everybody
2: nice, but... does. It's so funny, dude. And yeah. the craziest thing about the subway one is, I literally let that rip in one pass. Like, it sounds like I it. Just, I I, seen a subway sign on the side of the road. I was literally in a moving vehicle. Okay,
1: rolling seen down the a highway. subway. Sign. It's yep. in, in my, my way.
2: way. Yep, <laughs> straight up. I literally, it was the morning. And I'm with my buddy Teddy, and I'm like, "What? Like, you just?" Freestyle it and I'm going to record it And the next thing I seen Was one of those signs that said subway 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 on the exit And yeah, I just went ones. for it
1: Nice, That's solid yeah You you, uh, you you rhymed it it sounded good And you, you kind of lose it at the end Which actually kind of adds to it Because you start to laugh dude, a little bit I
2: couldn't handle it dude it was so no. funny <laughs> no, It's I was a solid dying. two minute
1: It's a two minute long freestyle Which is priceless Like, <laughs> dude.
2: It's yeah, Unreal, I, I, bro. The first
1: time I, I I heard it, I was just literally like hands and knees, just crying uh, over how ridiculous it was, and uh, instantly a fan. And uh, now every time when we exchange, <laughs> every time oh that we exchange gosh. Christmas gifts from now on, yours will be wrapped in uh, in in, t- in uh, subway wrappers.
2: It better be my dude.
1: Yeah,
4: I'm digging yeah, the uh, the start. Like that's one of your new. Tunes too, isn't it? Say that again? Uh the start? Is that what it's
2: called? Yeah, the video? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I that's at um Castillo Ranch.
4: Yeah, that's that sick. was
2: just like a little video I did with uh my Samsung Galaxy Three. Really? Yeah, isn't that sick? I did all off a of phone.
4: Hmm. No wild. man No, that was solid. So what's uh I uh Sorry? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like uh when we we're talking before, you said that you're into rock music more growing up, not as much hip hop and stuff. Uh are you ever yeah. gonna throw some metal beats or rock beats in the background and lay down um, some
2: I might I might throw some rock beats in the background, bro, but I can't sing, you know, no. and I'm not trying to be a singer. <laughs> like, uh, no, 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 no. I don't want uh, to bring Beastie James Boys style, like that, you know.
4: Oh no, for sure, but you can I mean rock you know, music
2: that. is just so sick. ACDC, dc oh my gosh. That back in Black CD, I literally can still listen to the whole thing and not even press track over, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah you're you said uh, for those who uh, didn't get a chance to listen to our first podcast, we you had mentioned that uh, uh, Hell's Bells uh, would or a Thunderstruck would probably be your uh, walk-on song and uh oh, next for sure. year next year when we c- convinced Feld Entertainment to include seven Deuce Deuce in every single opening ceremonies, whether he's in the top ten or not, uh, that um, that would be your song?
2: I'm telling you, dude, they're gonna have to. I'm not even kidding. They're gonna well, have you'll to be do in
1: the, it.
4: you'll be in the top ten
1: anyway. So yeah, don't so, so either way, it's not gonna worry about it, but uh, in the unlikely event that you're not in the top 10, I would lobby that um, they should put you in the opening ceremonies. Otherwise, the fans will literally tear each stadium down to the ground one by one <laughs> until the series is done.
2: Dude, I hope so. That'd be so sick. That'd be so bad.
4: Okay, well, I, I got a question for you, because obviously you're a fan of the sport as well as, you know, one of the top dudes. Um, if I you had a If If you had a dream team, right... And I don't even care. Uh Like not all riders from whatever 1980 to today. Three four fifty guys, three two fifty guys. Go.
2: Uh, Okay, and what am I going to do? I'm looking my fantasy
4: team. Oh, you robot it out for a minute.
2: Can you hear me? Still there? Yeah. So, am I Am I looking to win championships? Is this my personal dream no, team? No, this is, is this? this is a fantasy
1: no, team of who this you'd is, love to have.
4: This is, you're the team manager, you can get whoever you want, and this is for, you got you on the road. Whatever you want to do, okay, if you want to so, win championships so or whatever. So, I'm
0: team manager, yeah.
2: do but I run a
4: team. Yeah, and you get three okay. 450 guys, three 250 guys, but it can be anyone who's ever raced a dirt bike.
2: Okay, um... Jeremy McGrath. Yes. For sure. Um, uh, Ryanville Poto. Yeah. I want to say Rick Johnson. He was so sick on the podium. How he's he, like, badass. He would make yeah. out with chicks and stuff.
0: Exactly. But
2: I love James Stewart too. Like, he's like my boy. Hmm. I don't know. Is James Stewart going to be healthy the whole year?
4: Doesn't matter. He's your boy.
2: Okay, James Stewart. Then he's healthy the whole year for sure. James, That's lights, sick. lights. Um. Yep. James. Yeah. Let's um. Yeah. Let's switch that. I want Rick Johnson on my four on my four fifty team. Yeah. I James want
1: Stewart on a one twenty five. James two-stroke. Stewart on my
2: lights bike. Yeah. I want James Stewart on my lights bike. Um. Ricky Carmichael on my lights bike. Yes. And uh, Adam
1: Cimberella. Ooh. Going with the kid that's got what seven races under his belt, five races under his belt. Yeah,
2: I think I think AC going to be doing big things. Oh, yeah. huge! It's
0: good play. I'd
1: uh, I'd be interested to like I love this question, uh, Chris. I'd be interested to hear your answer. Me? Yeah.
4: Oh God. Okay. So, but if I'm doing it, we're we're in like a semi truck, but nobody's flying anywhere. Like no, you know, no, this, this is people is, that this we're going to road be. trip heaven. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Brian Swink. <laughs> For sure, Brian Swink, just because, like, you never know, right?
1: Nope. He's a wild guy.
4: Yeah, exactly. And if, like, shit gets dirty, that's the guy who I want to be wearing a flannel and boots behind (laughs) me, right? You know, (laughs) foot-long goatee and purple Wait a
2: minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. minute. Hold up. Are we with mine on the road, too, or were my guys flying in?
4: This is up to you. It's your team, man. You're running it. It's whatever you want to do. You could have, like, a horse-drawn carriage if you chose, (laughs) you know, which I wouldn't recommend.
2: Because I, I, think okay. As a back rider, those guys would rider, kill each other on the on, my,
0: the, on, on the road first, together.
2: My first fill-in rider would be if I got hurt, would be Kyler
1: Evans.
4: Nice one, for punch. sure. Yeah, one punch.
1: <laughs> wild card fill-in rider, okay?
4: Okay, so so if I got Swink in there, um, I'm gonna pick. He's on a uh, he's on a 125. You know, I was so gonna when say
1: so we're gonna peak. P1 okay, no no no.
4: But I'm putting the two fifty swink badass, like at the end of his career, onto the one twenty five when he was fast on the, oh, the ninety. So you're
2: moving him down to white.
4: Yeah, yeah, I don't care what year it is either. He's on a ninety-two RM125 with the purple stuff still yeah. on the side panels.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: This is my team. I don't care. That's what you gotta run. And yeah. um yeah. so then his teammate in the 125 class would be uh, Villa Poto at the Day Nations. Like that day oh, how he yeah. Held. Yeah. and That one year
2: held Villa Nations. Poto just killed yeah. it. And
4: yeah. if he doesn't ride like that, there's like an alligator pit that we drag behind the semi-truck so he just knows like, oh, I that's, got
0: you. that's his go-to
4: every weekend, you know, for sure. Um And then I'm going to take Pastrano on a 125 just because he'll do Dang, dumb stuff that, that that shouldn't be done on a 125 and he'll go for it anyways. Um K 250s, like big bikes, um, with Swink. I need someone for Swink to hang out with or else he's going to just shoot people. So I'm going to go Mad Mike Jones straight up, but back when he Mad was Mike Supercross. Mad Yeah, so like 1990 Mad Mike Jones, and so he's on a 1990 KX250. Um, dude, no Mad Mike Jones ladders. was
2: such a cool dude. I love that guy. I've met him a couple
0: times and he's sick. Nice.
4: You're a lucky man. He's on my bucket list that I haven't checked off yet. Um, but he has to do no-hander landers off of every jump in Supercross. And <laughs> it's unfortunate, but, like, whatever. <laughs> if he can even still qualify, it doesn't matter. It's my team. He's
1: still got to r- Rhythm sections with no hands on his bars. <laughs> unfortunate, you know. <laughs> yeah.
4: or Okay. Or he can either do no-hander landers or he has to ride with a bag on his head. The Crown Royal bag over yeah, his helmet. Yeah, Mm. yeah so so one of the two his choice i'll leave it up to him and then my third guy uh it depends if me and seven deuce deuces teams are on at the same time but i gotta pick mcgrath but if he's taken by the seven deuce deuce um i'm gonna go mike craig just to have a whole bag of fucking wing nuts you know yeah and it's like just a stingray and I want to just be in there quietly hanging out in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. you know
2: who I forgot, too, like, that I love was um, was uh, Ezra
0: Lusk. Yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't dude. want to hang
4: out with him. He always seemed like kind of a weirdo, you
2: know? Dude, he's actually a really cool dude I met at Milsap's house, really? like, cool. last year. Yeah, he's cool.
4: Cool. Well, this is, like, I'm judging off of what I was watching on TV when I'm 14, so I was a huge yeah. weirdo, you know? No, yeah, for sure.
2: Understandable. But understandable.
4: But cool. So if uh, <laughs> I'll trade you Ezra Lust for Jeremy McGrath?
2: No way. I got yeah, Jeremy. No. He's my favorite.
1: Ja- yeah. Not gonna give that but, up. So okay, Jeremy's uh, my,
2: dude, Jeremy's like my dude. Like I would put James Stewart and Bill Poto and Ricky Carmichael on a lights bike, and Adams and just to keep Jeremy. Like all they all get pay cuts just to keep Jeremy on the team.
1: Definitely. And what's your who's your title sponsor?
2: Um title sponsor, dude. Hmm. Walmart.
1: Walmart. You know they're gonna pay huge to be on the team. Like they got the budget, so yeah, but, but That's see I, mean. I
4: but I see that as a fatal flaw. See going for that. That means like you guys are gonna be eating like vacuum sealed lunch meats and no you no, know we're I mean? gonna be
2: eating buffets at like the world's greatest buffet places because Walmart's going to pay us so much.
4: True, true.
2: Like, Walmart's going to... I mean, dude, if you had Walmart as a title sponsor, imagine, like, what their chump change is, dude. Like, (laughs) Walmart chump change is, like, $60 billion.
4: As long as you're not running great value fucking food in the coolers at the races, I don't (laughs) think that's going to cut it.
2: Dude, I could get labels made great value on everything and had the best with that budget. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I hear
1: that. <laughs> I mean, okay, you got to so, uh, think
2: you got to think bigger. Walmart, I mean, there's really like what's bigger than Walmart?
1: NASA? No, they they, no? they folded up shop.
4: Okay, but still I'll have a space shuttle, so whatever.
2: Yeah, but dude, I bet you Walmart could build a space shuttle.
4: I bet you they That's have true. two already that they just haven't told anyone about it.
1: Well, Red Bull has a better exactly. space shuttle than NASA. So,
2: true, but scientists That's are just, smart. I want those guys. That just blew my mind.
1: Yeah, like uh, wow. Red Bull can fund a guy to do a, a, a skydive from space. NASA? No, we're all, we're, we're we're over it.
4: Yeah, we're fundraising. We're broke. Got a dollar. <laughs>
1: All right. That's
4: ridiculous. It, well, so do you want to finish off your, your team here, Brad? If uh, or is all the good yeah, guys taking?
2: Yeah, finish
1: out your team, dog. My team. Whew. All right, uh, one twenty-five. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go Ron Lachine
2: mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good choice,
1: Ron Lachine, uh He's gonna anchor my my one twenty-five effort with like what uh, year? Uh, Eighty. What was that eighty-six? 86 okay. on the honda
4: okay so he rode I, a 250
1: that year but he'd be on a 125 um or maybe 85 on the cowie yeah 85 cowie 125 um okay so if not we're talking bike, but it still a works bike
4: if we're talking 85 ron machine are you driving across the country yes. with this character yes this and is then driving. so when you get pulled over what happens
1: he gets a DUI not even driving.
4: No, he's going to be dude, in the back of the car. You guys
1: are
2: car. so sick. I freaking love you guys, dude.
1: <laughs> um, I'm just throwing so, it out, you know. Yeah, absolute. I think uh, my 125 uh, continues on with Damon Huffman. Yes. Damon Huffman and uh, I'm rounding out my 125s, I'm going to go with Jimmy Gaddis.
4: Why? Huh.
1: Because. No. Because he never gets enough love.
4: Okay, my my semi truck is way more badass than yours already. That's fine. Okay, we're no. sure.
1: mine
2: already won the championship though. Yeah, yours did. Yeah, for yours sure. did win the championship for
1: sure. for sure. But you picked first, so you got you picked all the fun guys or the fast ones. um I've... Okay, two fifties, um, or I guess four fifty class. I'm going with Jeff Emig, 1997. Ooh. I was gonna. I was gonna.
4: I was gonna. Because yeah. I know road trips, he, like, I just picture, he's, like, that shift dad in the limo. He's got his head out of the semi, like, out of a moonroof, you know what I mean? Right. With the shades yeah. on the whole time. Like, oh, you know what I mean? You can set these rules, too.
1: Right. Uh, I'm thinking, um, yeah, he's definitely, he's right in, like, the, the core of his partying stage where, like, he just, like, couldn't do an interview to save his life, but he partied like no other. Um, yeah okay. Josh Hansen. Yes.
2: Oh, Hanny, I like that.
1: I just, just for his phone book alone.
2: Yeah,
4: only just for his, for his phone book. Seriously, <laughs> think of that. He's like, "I'm bored. I'm going to text some chicks." Like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, do it, do it." You know, <laughs> all their friends.
1: And the third Oh my, then you my might as
2: well have Jason Worms on there too.
1: Yeah, I guess those guys come as a package deal. So, rounding out my 450s, I got uh, Jason Lawrence, so my guys don't necessarily race all that much, but yeah. we have way more fun than any of you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure your riders are gonna make it to the gate, but
4: <laughs> But see, see, isn't that weird how my My two fifties will no, not
1: make it to the gate.
4: Okay, but my team of Brian Swink, Mad Mike Jones, and Mike Craig is totally reliable. You know what I mean? Like we're good to go compared to you. Like we're at the last and, ten
2: years. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so sick! You guys got sick teams, though. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we we have the luxury of uh, of thinking about these guys on a regular basis, being complete moto nerds. So,
4: my team yeah. is sponsored by Budweiser and paper bags.
1: I was about to say my, my title sponsor is Budweiser and Bud paper bags. Oh, gee. Title sponsor is no name brand and Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Pretty much well, the same have- thing.
2: There's a the sponsor now, Paps Blue Ribbon, right? They sponsor. Yeah, I seen company. that.
1: There you go.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
1: PBR, bro. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to some questions, and I guess we'll stick into the 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 um, going back to the '90s. You must have attended many a Supercrosses in your day. Uh, who did you look up to for one? I know we know we just talked about uh, McGrath. What was your best memory? And unfortunately, what was your worst?
2: Worst memory was. The Coliseum, rainy night. Sebastian Tortelli won. <laughs> um,
1: and how did that make you feel?
2: It makes me want to cry, dude. Like literally, it was probably the saddest day of my life. I'm not kidding. Like, as <laughs> dude, I remember it this day.
1: Yeah, I, I cried was just all the time from wh- that whimpering race. on the way home. I
4: remember you saying, yeah, you're crying all the way home. And what was it no, that you were repeating not, to your dad
1: over and
2: over again? I asked my dad, I asked my dad, I'm like, Dad, why is Jeremy losing? And all he could say to me was, I don't know. I don't and know I'm so. like, why, Dad, why? Sebastian is the king Portelli? dead? Why, Dude. Sebastian?
1: <laughs> That's stupid, Dude, like, that stupid lobster from The Little Mermaid. Dude yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, and as soon as I seen Sebastian win, I just started crying, dude. It was the saddest it was one of the saddest days of my life. One
1: I love Kawasaki.
4: That's a hardcore fan. Like we like to think that we're, you know, big fans of the sport, but I've I can't say that I've ever burst into tears because somebody lost a race.
2: Yeah. Nope,
0: well, that's,
4: have just, and 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 being that, yeah, being a big McGrath fan as well too, and he did not lose very often, so you must have been able to check your tears quite easily.
2: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad because Jeremy always won.
1: Yeah, well, that was the year he was running the number two. After that uh, season on Suzuki's, would you compare that night uh, of him losing that single Supercross as to as bad as the entire season that he spent on the yellow machines?
2: No, because my dad didn't bring me to any races.
1: Uh,
2: when I had to see worse. him lose in person, like I think he purposely didn't bring me to any races when he was on a Suzuki. Yeah have
4: Have you been on Hondas pretty much your whole uh, your whole life?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I had to ride a KX60 because there wasn't any 60s that were Hondas mm-hmm. when I. You know
0: well, 85. Yeah,
1: they had the eighty five. Yeah,
2: well, I was born in ninety.
0: Dude,
4: you know what's terrible? Uh, I, I like we used to be sponsored by Honda. So and for that same reason, uh, we found a 1984 CR60, and I tried to race it at Millville. And I was like a big 11 year old, like 100 pounds on an old beat up Honda 60. I went out for one oh, lap in practice. I told my dad, I'm like, dude, no, I'm not doing this. Like, Because they didn't even make a part for that. It was all stock, you know what I mean? And these little yeah. kids that weigh 40 pounds are like doing the big tabletop, jumping over my head. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just going to stick to my 80. These things are terrible. So, yeah, definitely you had to hop yeah. on a 60 for the Cali. Yeah,
2: it was a KX 60. And then ever since then, I was on CR 80, CR 125, and uh, CR 150, sort of and on CR CR450.
1: How'd you like those CR125s,
2: dude? I really didn't know any better, dude. I was so slow; it
1: didn't matter. Fair enough. Um, so <coughs> you say you're a big uh, um, McGrath fan, right? Yeah. So what would you say if I told you that the the one Quattro Uno was teammates with uh, with the King back in 1993? No way. Yeah. yeah. Tell him, Chris. Yeah, and uh,
4: back in the day when we were racing locally in Manitoba, here me and my brother won a couple local titles, and we sent away all our sponsor packages, and like we sent them to Axel. Axo was what we wanted, just like Bradshaw was a badass back in the day, you know. And that's what uh-huh. we we're looking at. And but we got one back from Cinesalo and the first line of it said. Uh, congratulations. You are now teammates with Jeremy McGrath for the ninety three season. And I swear to god, like we were so pumped and like this is pre internet, so nobody knew anything at all, you know. So this was when he yeah. came off of his peak bikes into Honda. Nobody knew what gear he was running, you know, and so we rocked Cinesalo gear hard. Like, you know you probably had that same stuff with like the Honda logo on it and you know, his like yeah, signature I did. stuff. Yeah, we got tons of that stuff. They like, had we the had the one eight
2: hundred collect on it, right?
4: Yeah, that was they had that in red and blue. And uh yeah. but so you were you rocking the pants as well or just the jerseys?
2: Just the jerseys.
4: Yeah, I know the pants were pretty terrible to be honest. But like, Yeah, no, yeah. I,
2: I had the Jeremy McGrath jersey though. I still no. um I still have a Splitfire one eight hundred collect jersey from Jim McGrath and I used to wear it every single time I rode, even though it was like an XL. I would tuck it in to where, like, all you could see was the 1-800-COLLECT on the top of the jersey, dude. It was so funny. And I no, wouldn't wear anything else.
4: Same team, that red one that you had? And because, like, I was, like, size 28 pants, and they didn't even make size 28 <laughs> pants. So I thought I was, like, disobeying my sponsor. Like, I'm just some kid in Manitoba, right? But I was, like, so upset yeah. that I, I had to go buy a pair of fox pants because, like, Cinesalo didn't make, like, kid stuff type yeah. of thing. And the same so thing... And the only jerseys they had left of that red one were like size large. So I'm size twenty eight pants and like a large jersey. Same thing, like tucked into my armpits. And uh, but you just gotta run it to make your sponsors happy, right?
2: Yeah, heck yeah! So funny, dude. When I was a kid, I was like, I literally was like, just like that. Like if I had a sponsor, dude, I would be like loyal to death. So funny. Well, like Not same even thing. I did it.
4: I'd feel bad in, like, a mud race wearing, like, my old O'Neill pants because, you know, I didn't want to yeah, trash like my, my new stuff. Yeah, my mom
2: bought me, like, my mom would buy me something, and I was like, Mom, it's not the right kind. I'm sponsored by these people. And it, like, yeah. I mean, it, mat- it mattered, but it really didn't matter that much. You know what I mean? Like you said, you're in a mud race, and you feel bad. So funny.
4: And I'm sure these companies really don't care about little kids at the local level anyways, you know, but you,
2: everyone I mean, likes to do, feel cool. They do, but you know what I mean, they understand, it's, it's just funny how how loyal you are when you're a kid and how oh, how much I, you care, you know?
1: When I was uh, 15 years old, I had um, Alpine, white Alpine Star Tech 8s. Two sets of pro circuit gear, a Thor helmet, Scott goggles, <laughs> Thor Black Thor gloves, um, the the whole nine yards. I, I got the the local graphic company to make up a graphic kit just like the N style kit with my name, my number on there. And uh, I roll up to, to the staging area, and uh, one kid looks at me like, "Holy crap, it's Ryan Villopoto!" And, uh, i so sick. I was heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, they, they were ragging on me for for wanting to be just like uh the the PC guys, but yeah, that's what no it was all about. Way. I I looked legit though.
4: <laughs> yeah. Dude. Look clean, look clean, but
2: yeah. I would have took that as a
1: compliment. Yeah. Fair enough.
2: Yeah.
4: The, the things that you you go through like I remember back in that same year, we're going to like our one Supercross in Minneapolis every year. And I must've hounded the Dunlop guys. You know, they had those white die cut, like Dunlop on the back fender. Like those guys must've wanted to just punch me in the face. I'm like 12 years old, but like the rest of my bike, cause I was on an 80. So nobody made kits for them back in the day. And you know, I'm piecing it together the same as Jeremy's bike. I'm like, dude, I need those decals. Like you don't even understand how much I need those. And they're like, sorry, kid. Those are for, you know, pro guys. I'm like, Okay, I'll just yeah. sit here and bug the crap out of you until you give me these. And did yeah, you I guys,
1: went. Uh, sorry to interrupt. did, no, you, did you guys bl- uh, paint the uh, the tank blue like the peak bike did?
4: Uh, that was ninety one, but my okay. brother had the ninety two bike and. Uh, but we actually had to buy a white gas tank for it because, it, right. like, we we made that out of his '91, and then we never actually used it. So we have a brand new white gas tank for a '92 CR125. If anybody's, anybody's listening. listening, yeah. yeah. But you no, know, we had straight Peak biked out Cinesalla gear. So you guys
2: running. would paint the gas tanks.
1: That's what the, that- the team had to do it too. Back when Peak had uh, like the Peak Hondas that had blue gas tanks, they actually uh, had Troy Lee Designs uh, paint them blue. Wow! Yeah,
4: but with the what? the decal kit, it was just a blue sticker with like holes all through it that tore off in about three minutes.
2: Wow, that's pretty no, crazy that factories no, would paint the gas tanks.
1: Yeah, that's 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 back in the day, man. Like even uh, um, like Denny Stevenson, you know how he used to always have uh, the lettering on the back of his chest protector. Uh huh. He did that himself. <laughs> He you cut out what? every single one of those letters, like the like the letters kind of like overlap each other as they go no down. No way. Like he did all that himself. That's wow. literally stickers that he had made, and uh, that's where the sport was in 1990.
2: That's so okay. rad.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, like, go ahead.
4: Sorry, no, I was just going to pick your brain here. I got something written down. Like, I'm going to give you two choices, and you got to pick one, but it's not going to be very hard, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, supercross or motocross? Like indoors or outdoors? Supercross. Supercross. Is it like you just like the timing or is it just comes more natural to you?
2: absolutely everything about supercross is better. The people? The people are better. The tracks are better. The pay is better. The show is better. The bikes don't get near as roached. The parking lot and the fans and the way the whole thing works is better. The organization, the way it is, is better. I mean, I don't know. Well, Everything about Supercross is better.
4: It sounds like it. Okay, so uh, are you more of a TV or a movie guy? Like when you flip on the tube?
2: Movies
4: movie, straight up? Movies. Okay. Uh, Twitter or Facebook?
2: Twitter. Yeah.
4: Twitter. Um, okay. Uh, breasts or Bums both <laughs> fair enough yeah. same time uh hard pack got or two sand. hands
1: you can have both yeah exactly uh
4: hard pack or sand
1: hard pack really you're gonna make me you're
2: gonna make me a- answer that
4: yeah straight up I'm gonna say hard so pack all day. you
2: can't like if it was tacky or hard pack i'd pick hard pack if it was tacky or sand i'd pick sand you're killing me right now
4: None. Hey man, what goes on in your brain is you're the only one who knows. I just ask the questions. Hard pack. Hard pack. Oh, only
2: because I, only because I'm better, not because I don't like sand more.
4: Yeah, just blowing up berms is so much fun, man.
1: Oh, dude. Yeah. You're, you're just you've still got a kind of hard on from riding this weekend, Chris.
4: Oh, I had a blast, man. That was <laughs> a great time. Yeah. Like, we've been stuck, well yeah, the last time I rode was in California in January, and we finally got Dude, out. Dude,
2: I love this end so much.
4: You, you'd like some of the tracks up here, the soil is honestly perfect, and this track, uh, Zoda, the people who run it, they literally like hunted out soil all over Manitoba just to build a track, like they didn't care about where it was at all, like it's nowhere near their home, and they just look for soil, and so obviously it's just primo. Yeah. So like s- sand, but hard enough that you can still make jumps out of it. It's the perfect and thing. Can,
1: like You walk it, and you don't wow. feel like you're on sand, but then you'd ride on it, and your tires just dig in. It's the craziest soil. That's so sick. Yeah.
4: Okay, so what's on your feet? Are you more of like a Nike's high-top guy or Chuck Taylor's?
2: Um, say that one more time. So you say Nike high-tops or Chuck Taylor's?
4: Yeah, like, kind of like the high-top look or more of the Chuck
2: high
1: Taylor's.
4: Tops. Yeah, straight
1: oh up. Yeah. Maybe some uh, of those supers that you just brought in.
4: Oh man, those things! I can't even keep them in stock. It's crazy how much people want those things. I'm
1: gonna roll out and bug you for a hat tomorrow. I think before. we leave.
4: <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think super, you guys are picking really. us up, anyways. Super. Yeah. yeah, like the super sky top and the vaders. They're yeah. Sell like crazy, like crack to crackheads. Okay, so this sick. is this wow. is an easy one. Uh, six inch or foot long.
2: What long,
4: dude? Are you kidding me? No, I know. i got to throw you some easy ones. you got to lob them to eat. right? <laughs> okay, so uh are you more of a talk or a text guy? Like, are you straight up, you know, talk. just text? Yeah. Talk. Me too. I can see that. Um, now straight that up. Busted out on the couch. Um, Xbox One or PlayStation 4? Xbox. Straight up. Um, South yep. Park family guy?
2: Family guy.
4: You jerk. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, that's all I got for that, but um, I'll make up another one. Um, tacos or burritos?
0: Ooh.
2: Gee, that's hard, dude. <laughs> I know. Tacos. Yeah,
4: for sure, because you can just mash it up and it's like chips if you want it, you know? Exactly. Cool. Well, that's all of uh, those that I have for you. But I think Over we learned did, a lot. Dude, in- I
2: like those.
4: We learned a lot into uh, the finer points of the Seven Deuce Deuce. You know,
2: you more did. more that to was you good. than just the rap career, dude. I learned something about myself too. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, and you're saying before, like you, you know, the video guy, like this video game that's coming out. If you're you're a gamer, there's that new motocross game coming out. Uh, have you talked to those guys to try to get your music in there yet? I'm already in it, Doug. But what about your tunes?
2: Oh, I know I haven't. God, thank you for reminding me, dude. I need to talk to him
4: for sure. And at least, like, when you flip to your character, if like, even you know, because some of the lyrics might not be children friendly. But even if just no, the I'll beats edit with the... it. Well, yeah, for sure. But that's got to go down.
2: That has to. I'll, I'll, I got to get that going, dude.
4: No, for sure. I'm and... Talk to him. And I think I figured out the situation because we're talking before, like, you want to keep the seven deuce deuce, like, say if you get number, like, 38, like, you know, there's just, it's not the same, right?
2: Yeah, so, no, I'm, keep, I'm trying to keep the donuts here for
4: sure. Chocolate and flowers to the AMA, man, like, a little bit goes a long way, you know what I mean? Those oh, ladies yeah, probably sure. sit there, Starbucks cards, just, like, leave them on their desk, you know, be like, yeah, you know, that seven deuce deuce looks good on the bike, don't you think? Hmm?
2: Yeah, and, uh-huh, uh, Exactly.
4: Whatever wheels you got to grease, I think you got to keep that going.
2: Oh, I'm going to
1: be greasing wheels, trust me. So is that all your questions there, Chris? That's it. Perfect. Now let's get on to uh, some of the uh, our fan questions that were submitted during today. Uh, I canvassed a few people uh, who I know listen to the show and asked them if they had to ask Adam Nap something, what would they ask? And uh, this segment brought to you by Westside Honda out in Selkirk, or yeah, Selkirk, Manitoba. Westside Honda Polaris, where you can find a CRF 450 just like the one that Adam Nap takes to. Uh, main event uh, supercross races and you can find a CRF 250R 250R, just like the one that Chris Mellon has in his garage and he absolutely loves that thing. One of the best bikes he's ever ridden. Is that correct, Chris?
4: Oh man, anyone who rides one, like, I mean, I'm not racing pro that's not the goal no more and it's just the best handling motorcycle i've ever ridden and once you know i'll throw some stuff on it make it a little faster and it's just a blast i don't see how anyone could ride it and be like this thing sucks like it's not that fast but man that thing just handles awesome
1: excellent So, Adam, um, just wait, wait wait um. have
4: you ever ridden that 250s the new one Adam, have you ever ridden the uh, new 250 Honda?
2: No, I have not ridden a new 250 Honda.
4: You'd probably destroy it in about 12 seconds, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, I'd blow
1: it up in 15.
4: (laughs) Okay, we'll we'll on with our uh, reader questions here.
1: Awesome. Our listener questions, first one off the the top is Mark Pardusky. Um, He asks, what happened to the hockey hair?
2: Mark Prudovsky, the hockey yeah. hair.
1: Yeah, you had uh, some he's, long. He's locks. talking about the long hair, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's the look of hockey players uh, f- across the nation, and uh, I think there was some Canadian fans that uh, connected with you in that way.
2: Um, I love the hair. I I would love to keep it, but um, it got a little bit too out of control. tricked it. And I'm blowing it back out now. Mark, I'm on it, dog. Huh?
1: Fair enough. Uh, and this uh, this next question comes from uh, Anna Pubbin of uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, what does the seven deuce deuce wear to bed? Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a smile. Oh, man. Um, What does the seven deuce deuce wear to bed? I have um, a Jeremy McGrath onesie that I wear to bed every night.
1: Wow.
4: Size Just youth like, medium.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I had to cut the, f- the arms out.
4: So Anna's gonna be thinking about that. Just a warning.
0: <laughs> okay, I got a oh, question man. from.
4: Uh, I got a question from Alex Zaborowski here. Uh, what is the best perk of being a pro? The
2: best perk of being a pro. Uh, the best perk of being a pro is getting to ride the thickest tracks. Like, we True. literally get to ride the best, perfectly manicured tracks on the earth. Like, the tracks, like, whenever you go anywhere, like, even to practice, people, like, make their track extra thick just so you ride it. Like, at Supercross to the practice track to anywhere, like, if people know you're coming and they know you're a pro, and, like, at Supercross, like, literally, no matter what, everybody tries to make their track the sickest track that you've ever ridden. So, like, instead of going to somebody's house and they're like, oh, Jimmy's coming over, it's like, oh, my God, Bubba's coming over, we're going to prep the track super sick and get the water perfect, da 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 and it's always sick.
4: Yeah, that can't be a bad thing. Yeah, nobody cares when we go ride anywhere. It's like, oh, those guys are coming. Make sure you just charge them, like, three times at the gate, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly like somehow we always get in free and then the the tracks prep the thickest.
4: yeah that's definitely uh envious of that yeah like
2: and being then like to... dude, the supercross tracks like if you can ride them they're so perfectly groomed it's like not even
4: well for sure like i'm old i've ridden a lot of tracks and uh they down south there, like, we got to ride Paris and Milestone and at Wyvern. It's just, but just the way that the jumps are shaped, you know, they drag them out rather than here. It's kind of like local tracks D. Like, there's just a triangle dropped of dirt that you like slam into and you know you can still do it but you know everything's so smooth there like you know the typical thing you know we're rusty going down you roll a lap learn where you are but you find yourself like first second lap doing jumps that you know you would have thought would take you a little bit to do maybe just because everything's so perfect
1: yeah well you take off the lip and it's like it's not even let you land the ground just catches you again like you just meet up with the ground where like you normally just the The jump's just it's just perfect, I love it, so sick I love
2: it hey, I know exactly what you're talking about though like
1: mm-hmm.
2: where where you guys are at, the landings are like skis, and where we're at we actually have like landings.
4: Yeah, this will be like a little hump that you got to land on. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not a land. Like, I mean, there is some good jumps and like, you know, it's not all garbage, obviously, but there it's like every jump is there for a reason. It flows on the track. There's a proper phase, exactly. a proper landing where, you know, at some of the more local tracks everywhere, the kind of new section in the back might be a little hack job for a bit, but it those like kind of like one of the
2: funniest things about riding hokey backyard tracks is like, I'll go there. And I'll jump a whole section in one jump. And they're like, what, 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 what did you do?
0: How did you do yeah. that?
2: That's like, here's a, a quad, funny that's story. two doubles. Yeah, here's a funny story, bro. Um, I'm in this track in Illinois, and uh, they, uh, they built a whoop section. And the first whoop was kind of tall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I literally jumped 30 whoops in one jump. Like I held it wide open and hit it and double clutched it off the double clutched it off the face, and uh, I jumped like 30 whoops. Well, this one dude seen me do it, and I got a Facebook message like two months later, and he's like, "Dude, I tried to hit that thing, bro, and I jumped the whole whoop session, and I ended off the lip, and I punctured my lung and punctured my spleen, I broke my collarbone and my leg, dude. It was gnarly." lights like, for dude, the explanation not to do that
0: <laughs>
2: yeah i so bet your response gnarly. was just
4: your response was just seven deuce deuce and a bunch of exclamation marks send you
2: know exactly like <laughs> dude you got deuce why did you try that
1: yeah he probably tried it on a yz 125
2: dude it was not good
1: so continuing on with the questions good. uh Kevin Kevin Peters asks, "How often do you practice starts?"
2: Every single time I ride. Okay,
1: nice. So you put a lot of importance on destroying your clutch.
2: Yes, and and to tell you the truth, um, if you're a racer and you want to get better, practice your starts and start putting a savings account away for clutches
1: because unless you get a good
2: start, yeah. Unless you get a good start, you might as well just hang up the boots because
1: yeah. the start you know, is You know, it's, it's something to be said for getting good starts because a lot of times it just takes being up being up there and riding with that pack to develop that pace. And all of a sudden exactly. you're, just, you're off to the races. Not only the
2: pace, but getting used to the intensity that, that's right. out
1: front. Right, and, the, and then after that, after a lot of races being up there, it's almost hard to shake that that pace, like you or that intensity. Every time you're on the track, you're always that, like you've basically uh, risen your own normal level uh, of, exactly. of what you normally ride at. Exactly. So Lee Stewart asks, "What was what was it like the first time you signed a set of boobs?"
2: Um, the first time I signed a set of boobs, what was it like? Um, it was cool,
4: okay wait more sick. importantly what were what were they like?
2: What were the boobs like yeah, um, the first set of boobs i that I've ever signed it was um I specifically remember them it was like this forty year old mom yes and and she was like i mean don't get me wrong, she wasn't like super attractive, but she was cool as shit, you know what I mean? And I was like, hell yeah, I'll sign some titties, why wouldn't I? You know, so, just sign them, she was a super cool lady. It was just weird, because it was just like, oh, sign my boobs, and I was like, okay, hell yeah. You know what I mean? You want your titties signed? I got you, don't trip.
1: <laughs> Give me a marker. Sounds like That yeah. uh, sounds like Mrs. Gebhardt's been going to some super crosses. <laughs> oh, the, shoot. I'm going to have to look into that, mom. Um Noah Robinson asks how fast could you absolutely destroy a bone stock 2013 YZ 125
2: and destroyed as in um
1: just it's like, never going to be destroyed No blow it up the thing like bust the pegs off of the damn thing uh Possibly bend the bars just with your own brute strength and guaranteed
2: one one thirty minute moto on it. It would never be the same. Uh, if you if you let me do one thirty minute outdoor moto on that YZ125, it wouldn't be the same. No, just like because I literally things. would have it wide open the
1: whole time. <laughs> yeah. So that those uh, those are our curious questions brought to you by. Westside Honda out of Selkirk, Manitoba. They provide uh, all Honda and uh, Polaris vehicles for off-road use, as well as the service for those and all other OEM brands. Uh, <clears throat> moving on to our, the rest of our uh, interview questions. Uh, Adam, you have a younger brother. What was it like finishing 21st and 20th in uh, last summer in Utah, where you took the, a spot just ahead of your younger brother?
2: Dude, that was surreal for sure. That was like... Um that was a life goal. Um, complete. That was one of those things that was on the bucket list checked off, um, to make a national and race with my brother at the same time, in the same motto on TV, not only that, but to get recognized for it on national television was, uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. And, uh, just to even be racing with my brother, the fact that me and him grew up together and we, we've gone through so much. And, uh, being on the same track with him and doing that moto and coming one position different from each other was like insanely sick
1: that's like uh, uh, to me like i I've, I've never had a my sister my sister obviously never raced um it would don't have something like that I guess Chris uh did you ever have something quite like that or I, I guess the the two of you were kind of apart, but you did quite a bit of riding together growing up
4: well yeah like <clears throat> I was a little bit younger I think you said your brother's three years younger than you Yeah. Yeah, so it was the same thing. So, you know, he is always kind of a class ahead of me, but when you're riding, you guys ride together. So, you know, when I was a C rider, he's a B rider, I'm kind of going their pace more because, you know, you don't know any better when you're just out at the practice track. So, yeah, you know, exactly. it, I'm sure it really helped him get better and, you know, figure stuff out because, you know, obviously you're there first and he gets to watch you screw up and make mistakes and makes it easier on him. But then, totally. yeah, like a... A lot of times, like here in Manitoba, we'd race B and A class together, and when he is an A, we'd start at the same time, and we'd finish at the same place, you know what I mean? Because that's, and yeah. even Todd, Todd Moore was another guy, he lived just down the road, so he'd come with the, to the races with us all the time. Same thing, like, no matter where we went, like, if we went to a race down in Minnesota, if there's 40 guys, we'd get, like, fifth, sixth, seventh, you know? It's like, no matter where you go, you always end up riding with the people you ride with, it seems.
2: Yeah, no, no, you're totally right. It's crazy how it works out, actually. How like you're hanging out with the guy? Like, I know exactly where you're coming from. If you ride with people, that's kind of like where you end up.
0: Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah, it's um,
1: tough to tough to shake that pace after a while. I know myself. I need to work on starts because I, I find I ride who I'm with, and that is uh, that's that's a tough thing to shake. Dude, I got you no, it is. here.
4: All of you dialed like. That's always been one thing I've been good at. And same like what Adam was talking about, when, you know, training and racing and stuff, when I would go out there, I'd do 10 starts, like, when you get there, and then 10 starts when you leave. But, like, not bullshit ones, like, if it, if you screw up, you start again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Exactly. And- and even, okay, I swear to God, I went to Zoda, you know, I'm not serious anymore at all. The first thing I did was a start, you know, and it's just like yeah. that's how you get onto the track and mm-hmm. that's how you start your day, you know, and and I, it definitely helps. And, yeah, first race in 15 years, I ended up hole-shotting, and it's just you burn that into your brain and you can't get rid of it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, not only that, but you, the the craziest thing is, when you think about it, how much do you practice on your dirt bike, like How many laps do you mm-hmm. spin on your dirt bike? And it's insane that people don't put that much effort into their starts. And considering how important
1: oh, it starts fifty percent of the race, right there.
2: Where if else on the track more. can
1: you pass? Where else on the track can you pass forty guys?
2: You, well, not only that, dude, but if you look, I guarantee you, if you had a stat of Supercross of uh, where the top five guys on the start finished all Supercross season, like if you took the top five in the heat race, top five in the semi, top five in the the top five in the main event on the start, I bet you they're within, you know what I mean, two spots. Two or yeah. three spots, most of them are within where they start.
4: Passing within that top five, and you know, if someone comes from out of the like ninth place, then everyone's like, "Oh, that was a good ride," you know. But yeah, exactly. exactly. You start up there, and they shuffle around a bit, and then the checkered flag falls.
2: And they really don't shuffle around that much.
4: No, like if true. you get
2: a if you get that top no, five sir, starting in a semi, you're like, yeah, which is a bummer. But you know what I mean. If you start up there, then that's most of the time where you're finishing. It's crazy because it's just everybody's so fast now on the supercross track, and the supercross track's that tight to where not a lot of people are passing too much, you know?
4: Well, yeah, when all the lap times are within a second, when it goes back to, like, 15th place, put a six-lap qualifier out there, and you start mid-pack, you're doomed automatically.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: Okay, here, I got a theory. What do you think about this? Because you you, you race with Mike Gillespie, you're out there on the track with him. Um, Mm -hmm. I think his bike is powered by hot tubs because it's an mcr bike right it's not a suzuki <laughs> it's a moto Concepts. so do you think that it's yeah. really good at starts when it has like kind of a full charge because they'd have to plug a hot tub into like a 220 volt so oh. they got to charge it so you think if it's a really good start and then because he, he can fade back to seven yeah like he goes back truthfully, to seven no matter what
2: truthfully i think it has to do with if the jets are on or not and where the temperature is at you know, yeah, if, you can yeah, burn if you're that not, battery. If you're Do not you think he just throws it, own massage have get and he's too relaxed? Like, dude, if he puts those jets on pulsate, he's going to get the he's gonna get the whole shot. I
4: bet you that's how he gets the whole
2: shot, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, but since <laughs> since he's got it on pulsate, I think that gets him too relaxed. By lap two or three, he's got that sucker in reverse.
2: And he's just chilling. Yeah, something, maybe that's the thing, dude. Like, you got to sacrifice one thing for another, you know what I mean? If you want the whole shot, you're not going to get that mid-moto... You know what I mean? That mid motor it might fade. True. That pulsate's gonna take a lot of energy, you know?
4: Yeah. So so what you're saying is maybe (laughs) maybe like second lap or over the finish line on the first lap, turn that dial back down to like chill out mode.
2: Yeah.
4: And you know, maybe turn on some fancy lights that some of them have, but like chill
3: out on the pulse. Well not
2: only that, not only that, but definitely turn the heat down, you know what I mean? Go from like one oh five to maybe eighty five, you know? So that yeah, way, you sure. get the more consistent, more consistent power
1: throughout the moto. Yeah, I'm, he, I'm, he needs to figure something out because uh, once he comes up to Canada, if he's <laughs> too hot throughout the moto, uh, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Bro.
4: Okay, yeah, I know there's like an air filter, pH filter balance joke somewhere in there, but I just don't have it.
1: You know,
2: <laughs> straight up. Oh man, classic.
1: <laughs> but uh, moving on. Um, Tell us a little bit about t- Teddy Parks and the Privateer Journey. They've been a huge part of your pro career. Um, first of all, I'd like these, this opportunity to give them some thanks and just to clue some of our listeners in on, on what goes on with that whole program and, and how, the, how that affects uh, uh, your day-to-day life.
2: Um, Ted Parks and the Privateer Journey, dude, he's a, he's a huge part of my program by all means. He, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be getting to the races. And uh a lot of the privateers when we get into the races, and not only does he bring us to the races and get us there every weekend consistently, but he does it in a very very professional manner and uh the way he the way he does his business to his setup to the way he feeds us and takes care of us, and uh makes sure he makes sure that he's at every single race every single weekend on time, taking care of all the boys waking up early in the morning getting the bikes unloaded just staying late at night and making sure everything's locked up so for sure a big thanks to him and uh everything he does hands down ted parks if it wasn't for him there'd be a lot of guys that uh, we wouldn't be racing for sure excellent
1: and uh so like not to say that uh you won't be able to achieve your goals with um getting uh supported by teddy parks but um, what does what does Adam Enticknap need to make the next step in his Supercross?
2: Um. Really, right now, uh the next Robot step legs. In Supercross. I would say a kit, a kit for sure, and uh, getting my nutrition dialed, my diet for sure. N-
1: no if more I grilled had, cheeses.
2: No, um, I don't really eat grilled cheeses, but um. If I could get my diet like just superior and ache it, I think I'd, I'm gonna be there next year. Which is what I'm gonna do. So next year, the Seven Deuce Deuce is gonna be even doing bigger things.
4: So what what what's your crutch? Like what's your junk food thing that like you want to eat that you can't eat type of thing? You know, like I love candy, like Sour Patch Kids. Like if you put them anywhere near me, they're done. I'm sorry, yeah, you know. It's like a vacuum. But, yeah, but like like what's your thing?
2: Um, like, truthfully, bro, it's it's not really like candy or anything. It's more like Subway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I need and, to be and eating, eating crap good. when you're
1: at Subway, cause you can eat healthy at Subway, and then you can get the Rib Eater or whatever it's called, or like. Yeah, the- but see,
2: I don't really, I don't ever really get that stuff. Like usually, what I'll get is like a Buffalo chicken with spinach, green bell peppers, onions, olives, and then. I'll get, like, white mayonnaise on there and a little bit of buffalo sauce. But the the freaking the chicken's, like, out of a paste. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the vet has got preservatives on them. It's, like, it's healthy to a point, but I'm I'm to that point where I need to be, like, getting myself from the grocery store every day, cooking my food, making sure everything's, I got the right protein for the day. You know what I mean? It's it's getting to the point where it's, like, it's, like, Dude, this shit needs to be laid out, you know?
4: Not not any more yoga mat.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> no more of that.
4: Well, uh Whatever's in yoga mats in subway buns.
2: Yeah, you know, no, I gotta I I mean, dude, don't get me wrong, you'll catch me at the local subway spitting rhymes, but I gotta <laughs> I gotta be at the local Albertsons now spitting flow too, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> So, little g- – gentlemen, it's time to face off for the uh, – who, who can lay the claim to this $25 iTunes gift card I'm going to be passing on to one of you two this weekend. Uh, and this, this trivia contest brought to you by uh, Capital More Sports here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Dave Randick Capital, Capital Motorsports. Sports. Absolutely. Those guys are hooking it up. This is the 722 versus the 141. Seven deuce deuce. Uno, quattro, uno. All right. You're going Let's, down, man. There's five questions. Uh, you, you, you guys can respond. Uh, if you know the answer, yell out your name and I will uh, I'll address you to answer the question. And uh, there's five, so uh, we'll we guess best of five or whoever gets the most after those five questions. Uh, if you guys are tied for some reason or somehow, uh, we'll do some sort of a tiebreaker. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so... What number did Jeremy McGrath rock during his rookie season? 125. Adam. Adam.
4: 15. Wrong. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, Chris, 125, Kawasaki, that's what's up.
1: It was a Honda. No, no, it it? it wasn't. It was, was it?
4: Uh, you got to get either way. It good. was
1: it was one twenty. It was number one twenty five. Adam.
4: He was on a Kawasaki oh, team, one twenty five. Then Mitch Payton hooked him up with a ninety one peak ride number 125. 92 peak ride one twenty five or number one. But uh, yeah, that's what's up. And, and then he's no, number seventeen number outdoors. Number yeah. 15, really
2: number So I was off by a couple years.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, you you had his his, two, his 1993 first his year on uh, the factory Everybody. Honda. Big bikes in in supercross, yep. uh, and uh, yeah, he's wearing. That was the first year that he was wearing Sinisalo gear uh, alongside his teammate Chris Mellon. That's right, and uh, yeah, so uh, you're a couple of years off, my friend.
2: All right, all right. Next question.
1: I'm okay, uh, this one's a little tricky. Jeremy McGrath did an iconic ad in 1997 with checkered flags everywhere on the track. What company was the ad for? Chris. Honda. Wrong. Damn it. <sighs> it
2: was checkered flags all on the track. What year was it?
1: Nineteen ninety seven. Uh he wa like the the first portion is him walking into the stadium and then uh, he's on the bike for a half a second. There's checkered I know flags the lined up Yeah, you know it. Okay, is it Fox? What it- it's not Fox, but he's wearing Fox in the ad. That sick
4: yellow stuff. That stuff was dope. Yeah. Um Dude, I'm, can I can
2: I start rambling? One
1: eight hundred collect. Nope. Yes, you can start rambling. Oh, because that's what I was gonna say. It's one eight hundred collect.
2: Uh, God, Dell.
1: Uh, Endura. Nope. Um. At, a... at the at this time, it was unclear what the company really was at all. Napster. Nope. God. 1997 Dude, man, brathers, gi- uh No, was you it, both get it, it wrong. Gear,
2: what like? It eventually it did become his gear.
1: No fear, that's right. Oh, damn. see now, I, I gave way too many hints, so neither one of you are gonna get the answer for that one. Because, yeah. but yes, it did eventually become his gear. No fear. Was actually a T-shirt brand before they had anything else, and wow. uh, in in their ad, it was that one where he's walking, and they're like, if he was, if it was football, his card would be the most sought after or whatever like that. And then uh, he's on a Suzuki going through a rhythm section, and I believe it's even at, uh, um, it's in Vegas, and uh, they set it up for him that way. And uh, yeah, that was 1997, the last ad that he did for Suzuki uh, that season.
4: Okay, we'll ditch that. Nobody got that. Next question.
1: Okay. Uh, which beer brand supported... Uh, Bud, Light. Brand? Bud Light. Chris Bud Light. Damn it. Nah, Adam. Ty, I said one Bud Light.
4: Yeah, I don't think yeah. we need to say our name. That sucks.
1: Uh, well, yeah. it, it helps you guys from not just blurting it out halfway through. I'm done with my, my question.
4: Yeah, but that's the fun part. Okay.
1: Uh, what year in, in Vegas did a four-stroke win of the 450 main event for the first time?
2: Ninety seven.
1: Nineteen ninety-eight. Christopher gets it. Nineteen ninety seven. Yes, Doug it was Henry. The last no. race of the year. Doug Henry on Him. the YZ four hundred. Dude, I thought it was ninety-eight. Nope, that was the year that he won the outdoor title. Ah. Uh, dude, dude I miserably
2: there. lost that.
1: And uh the final question, I guess this is more or less just for bragging rights. Uh, what number did Chad Reed run for during his first season? There you One go.
4: Oh, yeah. One, 103. I, w- I wouldn't have got that, but when you said it, it made sense. So, yeah, damn right you got me.
1: First number that Chad Reed ran, what, number 103. Good yeah. job on the on the the, the the Capital More Sports trivia, guys. Uh, nice. Excellent. Excellent. That was good. I think uh, that we still give the, the victory – to Chris. Uh he's the, v- the recipient of this twenty five dollar gift certificate. Yes, that we'll he give is, him yeah, he tomorrow.
4: It, uh I'm gonna donate it to the seven deuce deuce. He's gonna be spending more time on a coach than I am. And yes. uh definitely he can download Get a movie. Getting the
2: W and not even getting the W. What's up?
1: See that's that's passing on the love. I love it.
2: That is, that's pure love.
4: Well hey, gotta make it work, right?
2: Dude, it's gonna uh, be sick this weekend.
1: Excellent. I can't wait. Oh, we're gonna just tear it up, my friend. Um uh, yeah. Just uh no Vegas doesn't even know it's what they're what it's in for.
2: Straight up. I'm not even kidding. Dude, hey, I got a joke for you guys.
1: Okay. I got a nice. joke for
2: you guys. Alright? I, I just learned it yesterday. It's pretty funny. I think it's would he at least Alright, you guys ready for this? Ready. Alright, so this blonde chick she walks into a library, right? And she goes to the librarian and she says, Excuse me, ma'am, can I have a double cheeseburger, fries, and a milkshake? And the librarian looks at, looks at the blonde lady and she goes, Excuse me, miss, do you know this is a library? And, and the blonde lady says, Oh, I'm sorry. Can I have a double cheeseburger, fries, and a milkshake? <laughs>
1: Wow, that's that's a lot to deal with.
2: That's, cool. that's pretty classic, right? It is. No, it that's, is.
1: That's, I, that's probably the cleanest joke that you could have came up with. I know, right? That's that's a little bit of all right. Um, so that thanks, Adam. That was sweet. No, that was um, awesome. <laughs> I'm
4: going to use that one if I can remember it properly.
1: Definitely. <laughs> Um so get like um in a kind of a little bit really, the fun that uh is that comes along with Adamantic Nap and unfortunately you won't be able to enjoy it this weekend but how does that extra fan support that you've received over the last few years mainly driven uh by your your first media experience with the Pulpa Mech show now you've been on a couple extra shows including ours and and uh um how does that affect you on race day
2: did if it wasn't for my fans i like I don't even know what I would do. Like, the more you yell out Seven dudes, Deuce, Deuce and get crazy with it, the more I love it, dude. It Like, I love the vibe and the feel of all the fans just freaking screaming their heads off for me, dude. It's like, it's there's no better feeling, and I wouldn't change it for a damn thing. So sick. Like, if you're a Seven dudes, dudes fan and you're listening to this, please, scream your friggin' head off when you see me, because it jacks me up and gets me so ready for the race.
1: Excellent. So ready. I'm not sure if you know this, but actually, uh, Chris is recording right now from a, a tattoo tattoo parlor in uh, Selkirk, Manitoba, where he's uh, having the Seven Deuce Deuce um, imprinted on his stomach. Um, no, with, with the with the Honda wing. That's going to be permanent. So and now um, you're not oh, even racing so Vegas.
4: So sick. No, it was it was a surprise for Vegas, and you're not even going to be racing. So I'm just going to be like I'll still be claiming. Dude. it, but, you
2: know. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is it's not like it's the end for the 722, bro. This is just the beginning.
4: Well, why do you think you know I'm, I'm asking so many questions about you keeping the number and sending the AMA Dude, chocolates and I'm stuff? I'm
2: telling like... you, I'm keeping the number. <laughs> I got
4: well, good. you. Good. Good, because it's permanent now on me,
1: so.
2: Yeah, I got you. Don't even trip.
1: Permanent <laughs> on the plates, permanent on your stomach. Um... Yes. <laughs> so. Adam, you've got a ton of great sponsors, and uh, I'd love for you if you could just get give, give them some some airtime right now, and uh, you know it, and and just run down that list, uh, and eat with each one, give a little bit of a tidbit. How do they help you out? How that relationship started, and and how much that their help really allows you to do your thing? Because uh, even the smallest sponsor, they they help you uh, just come to the track, and it. it if, they can move anywhere closer to you only having to worry about racing on race day. That's a huge plus yeah. to you. So give, the, give each one of those a shout-out for me right now.
2: All right, here we go. Starting off with TPJ and the um, Privateer Journey Fly Racing. They helped me out making my bike, get to race to race, um, giving me a tent to be under, and uh, food in my mouth. Reese uh, Family Fishing viking otherwise known viking bait they bought my bike if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be at the races uh cow plumbing they help me out by uh uh paying for my motors and uh get your local plumbing done tokyo mods they help out with my motor uh promotofan.com they are a company that you can get your fantasy motocross picks in Asterix knee braces um Jim Castillo owns Castillo Ranch. It's where I ride and practice and train, and he lets me ride for free there, and uh, he lets me uh, test asterisk knee braces and wear them and hooks me up. Alpenstar boots, uh, they, get, they hook me up with boots. I, uh, test, I'm i also a boot tester. Uh, Scott goggles, keeping my vision clear. Gallifer brakes help me to stop in the corners. Dunlop tires, hooking up on the track. Moto seat, making sure I don't slide off the back of my bike. Dave Humphreys hooks me up with entry fees. Coolest dude you ever meet. Lives in Santa Barbara. Bad dude. BTL Sports hooks me up with a little bit of sponsor money. That way I can buy some parts. Uh, Lucas Oil keeping my bike running great. BP Fuels only fuel that goes in my bike on race day. Aturbis Plastics always keeping me looking fresh and shiny. WPS, uh, anywhere I need parts. That's where I go. Dave uh you ain't even know it, suspension, keeping my bike working the best on race day and on the track and through the bumps. Magic graphics, always looking fly, got me taken care of recluse clutches. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to dump my clutch, and my bike wouldn't stall. Uh, vortex pistons, matrix stands, ODI grips, making sure I got a handle on my bike, uh, bike-life clothing. Um, XLT racing and training, if it wasn't for them, I also wouldn't have a place to stay and ride. And uh, last but not least, um, the Pikes family for helping me out this year, for sure, and and more ways than one, and snuffy racing.
1: You you mentioned fly racing in there, didn't you? Oh, of course. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, did I? Let's
2: mention it anyway. Fly racing, having the flyest gear on the track, taking it to the top, not going to stop. Oh.
1: Oh, like and uh, like signature- you, you wear fly gear, keep you keeping keeping keepin looking fly.
2: Oh, fly gear, always looking fly. Keepin signature look AE7
4: Deuce Deuce stuff coming out for 2015.
2: Oh, that'd be unreal. I'm I'm working on it. The signature seven double deuce. They Do should it. just
1: they should just like that whole F16 line that they have just just like completely just cr- scrap that name and have a whole line the seven deuce deuce.
2: Did I bet you it would sell ridiculously often.
1: Oh, for sure. I'd, I'd get a set. I'd get five sets.
2: Guaranteed. Yeah.
1: Uh, if someone wants to help you out, like that's an impressive list. Like uh, you said, those all help you out and make the, your life a little easier. But if someone wants to get a hold of you, if they want to help out your cause, I know. Uh, I guess you didn't. Uh, you fell short on your the amount of votes you needed to win that five hundred dollars. Uh-huh. So if there's a listener out there who wanted who wants to uh, uh, make good on that, or and maybe uh, maybe help you out a little bit, how would they get in touch with you to uh, um, not only um, well wish you on towards uh, more success, but also help you out uh, monetarily as well?
2: Um, If you guys, if anybody wants to help me out, not only that, but buy a t-shirt also, they're $25 apiece. Um, That's with shipping. Uh, If you email supportae722 at com, again, that's supportae722 at com. We're going to
0: add that to that. Email that
2: email. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you guys hooked up. Um, if you want to talk to me personally, you can, uh, email me at nticknap, E-N-T-I-C-K-N-A-P racing at gmail.com and, uh, and or hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. My Instagram is the 722. Uh, my, uh, Twitter handle is a 722 And, uh, if you don't know how to spell my name on Facebook, it's Adam, A-D-A-M. Enter Knapp, E-N-T-I-C-K-N-A-P.
1: If they don't know, they don't know what it is.
2: Straight up, seven double dues, baby, all day, all night, 24-7.
1: Beauty. Um, and so do you plan on doing any schools at all? Like, I know you love to give back to the kids.
2: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love to give back to the kids. Um, if you email me, I don't. I have a school that I always do every single year in November. Um, but if you'd like to do a school before that, and uh, help me out for sure, if you could shoot an email over to that email, Ensign Operation, or hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, anything you guys want. Um, if you'd love to, I'd love to do any kind of motocross school. I absolutely love it, and teaching the kids is just awesome. It's, it's what I do for sure.
4: And so, for any single ladies that think you're maybe a little bit cute, they can use those same avenues to get a hold of you as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just hit me up at Integnap Racing or Instagram.
4: Nice.
1: Yeah. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, how long till you're, how long till you're back on the bike? Six weeks. You'll be back on the machine. You'll be... Three
2: weeks, I'll be um, training. Six weeks, I'll
1: be full-on riding. Oh, it's basically tomorrow. That's pretty quick. Exactly. It's, it's exactly. basically tomorrow. Like you're, you're going to be right back at it, and uh, uh-huh. that that lines you up just in time to start hitting some Canadian nationals if you don't hit the the American ones. Exactly.
2: See now you guys are thinking.
1: Yeah, Absolutely, you're going to be able to be. You're going to be in full swing once that uh, once some of those gnarly sand tracks come into the series with the uh, the Canadian series. We'll have you up here. We'll put you up in Chateau Gebhardt and uh we'll, we'll we'll do it live for you maybe even host a school and try and build some build some hype around that get some kids out uh, to meet uh, AE seven twenty seven twenty two. 722 and uh, yeah we're going to put something together for you big guy hell
4: yeah well, well i'm think if you're racing the canadian nationals alongside michael lessi if the sand track's starting to you know tighten up the muscles just jump in his bike and chill yeah, for yeah we'll get a bit. in the
1: jacuzzi yeah, yeah, just, like, Ma- Ma- Mike's a relaxing guy. I think but, he, he doesn't hold, like, he doesn't really dude, Mike's too actually,
2: much attention. Mike is, Michael He's a really, really cool dude if you just talk to him. Really, oh, I bet. Yeah, he's, like, a really, really nice guy.
1: Fair enough. You, you think he'd do one of these, or what? Genuinely nice.
4: I'm sure well, if we asked him, uh, he might do one of these, because I don't know if I would many of the other guys are have, hitting him up. I
1: uh, another, another man who... Um, values a triple-digit permanent number uh, just a little bit uh, s- north of uh, of your favorite number. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll have it on someday. But uh, for now, we really appreciate you coming on, Adam. Uh, it's uh, Dude, you guys just are before so 1 o'clock in the morning uh, here, and I'm still at work um, here Jesus. at the studios of 107 Classic FM. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, actually... Before you leave, or before I leave, I'm going to throw Rider of the Year really loud in the station so that uh, I can at least say that uh, Rider of the Year, Adamantic Nap, has been played in a Canadian radio studio. As about as loudly as possible. Maybe not on the air, but still in the studio nevertheless. You know. Uh, I only get to run that in, in my headphones, so it'll be nice just to, to let the speakers do their thing and exactly. uh, and drop to the beat of one adamantik nap. Again, we thank you so much for having uh, for coming on the show tonight, Adam, and uh, yeah, keep it real, buddy.
2: Dude, I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much, and uh, I freaking love you guys at the Big MX crew, and uh, hopefully I get to hit a couple of the Canadian Nationals and I look forward to seeing you guys at Vegas and we'll uh, we'll do like a little post, post thing about the race and uh, maybe a little recap too so uh, hit me up boys and I appreciate everything and being on the show of sick
4: thank yeah man thanks a lot
0: appreciate you it
2: you know
1: it thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast brought to you by X-Brand Goggles be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed check out our website at BigMXRadio.com
0: for more content, mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm about to shine. So that bitch is fine. What's up, Josh Dumuth? You wanna hit a line? I'm on the track. We're gonna hit that shit like we do every day. Bitches no, we don't play, we do this shit, we do what we say, do what we do I don't give a
0: fuck, I'm with my crew, mhm
2: Ho-ass motherfucker, I don't give a fuck I'm rolling in a Chevy truck, it's an SS Bitch, you already know I'm blessed I don't give a fuck, I'm text made, I'm Texas raised I don't give a fuck, I'm text paid My necklace gold, my album sold The first week, my money getting old It won't even fold, oh shit I'm on the road,
3: I'm on the road I'm Cali Bound. I'm on the mound. Hit a home run. I'm out of town. Out of sound. I, I, give don't, I don't Give a fuck.
0: Give I don't
3: a give a fuck. fuck. I've been racing bikes trying to fucking win. 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 On a new bike, nigga, fuck a bin. On a new bike, nigga, a bought a new bike, nigga, fuck a Benz. Tell him. I've been racing bikes, trying to fucking win. Snap back, back. back. Don't forget that. Nope. Seven dude doo-doos on a motherfucking track. Seven dude doo-doos. Don't forget this shit, ain't hey, no on that mic, tell doing that shit so motherfucking right, not gonna stop, not gonna drop, not till I get to the motherfucking top, gonna go far, gonna go far, past Mars, all the way to the stars, and I'm trying to write, on all you niggas, every single day and night, 24-7, I'm in heaven, gold my boy, Teddy P, don't forget, TPJ, all fucking day, yeah we fly, that's a gear, we motherfucking ride, oh shit, don't you be a pipe, god damn Got your fucking bitch on my dick. Hold on, trip that it don't fucking stutter. I'm gonna tap it in like I'm playing with my putter. Spread it like an eagle, only one. I'm gonna roll it out like a gun. Rap! Cash, cash. No, I want that ass. Get that shit. Make it stack. Make it, make it fucking stack. Make it stack. Make it stack. Make it motherfucking stack. Make it rain in the club. Don't give a motherfuck, bitch. Uh. I've been racing bikes, trying to fucking win. Hold up, hold up. I've been racing bikes, trying to fucking win. Turn up, turn up. I've been racing bikes, trying to fucking win. Yeah. I've been racing bikes, trying to fucking win. Hold up, hold up. Bought a new bike, nigga. Fuck a Benz. Bought a new bike, nigga. Fuck a it. Bought a new bike, nigga. Fuck a Benz. I've been racing bikes, trying to fucking win. Yeah, son. Seven deuce deuce. It's Teddy. Already. Don't forget this shit. Take this on the mic. Mm -hmm. TPJ. Looking fucking fly, bitch. Peace of fuck out. Yeah.